What's up, dude? Hey. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little chilly, so I brought a blanket today, and I am not going to apologize because I'm comfy. Why are you chilly? Wait a second. Do you have the Rona? Do you have no. the chill? No, it's just a little chilly here in Texas right now. Do I get a mask? No. I mean, we are, contrary to what some people may think, we are not in the same, the same studio. <laughs> We're not, not in the same studio. studio. The, the main difference is mine don't look as good as uh, as as yours. Well, we can't see yours right now, but yours are like perfectly centered in space and mine's are like gap, gap, gap. I got to. That's because I, I am dating a very like particular person. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I was, I got to spend a few minutes with him and asking him for some YouTube advice. And he gave me this whole list and I'm like, dude, this is awesome. He's very like, he knows what he's talking about. If you ask him a question and he knows anything about it, you will, you are in a course now. <laughs> Those are the rules and I don't make them. Uh, so I was in a uh, Holy Kool-Aid YouTube uh, content creator training course. You can add that to your resume. Yes. And <laughs> degrees. Yeah. Well, hey, it's like a holiday, isn't it? Yeah, I keep forgetting New Year's Eve, right? I know it feels weird. It feels you know, weird. Like I'm having. <sighs> I'm thinking of okay, so I'm I'm reflecting on other New Year's Eve, Eves. I've had and a quite not the last one, but the one prior to I rang in the new year, standing on a coffee table in a house in my house at the time full of people. I didn't know going, what are all these people doing in my house? And then I sprayed uh, champagne in my ex's face. Ooh, well, that, <laughs> that must have been fun. <laughs> it was, it was. Um, I want, <laughs> I feel so bad because we're on great terms, but I will never forgive him for this and I will drag him and that's just too bad. My ex forgot five years, not five years because we did it for four years. He forgot four years in a row to kiss me on the New Year's countdown. And the last year that we were together, he was like, I know I always forget. I'm going to make it up to you. I'm going to remember this time. And it's like three two, one, happy new year. And he starts like pouring everyone else more champagne, pours my glass, turns around, hugs other people. And I'm standing, I was on the coffee table and I was like, <sighs> and then he turns around and faces me and I splash it in his face and went, happy new year. <laughs> it was really mean, but like. It is mean, dude. I was, I was so fed up. Four years, man. Yeah. You know, so I used to DJ in a bar uh, for New Year's, like all the time, back in my younger years. And I got to say, I avoided New Year's Eve kisses like the plague. Because when you're in a bar, most people want to like find someone to kiss. So whenever I would hear that line, whether I liked the person or not, I would just be like, I, I would just dodge it and walk away. I'm like, I am not. I don't know. I'm weird. I'm not going to kiss some random person. Oh, okay. I let that. Okay. Hmm. Especially I mean, a person at a bar. I I have no issue with other people doing it. I just didn't do that. I don't think I've ever spent New Year's at a bar. So I, I didn't realize that people did that. 
They just like find a person. Like if you make eye contact with someone and like they look down, you just like kiss them. Well, no, no, it'll be like, hey, I need a New Year's kiss or oh, it's like a hunt. Yes, or like you'll hear that hear them say like, ah, I sure hope I can find someone to kiss on New Year's. Like bye. Okay, sorry. Oblivion fades into my green screen, which I was earlier, and I wanted to wear a fireworks shirt, but then I thought. That's a little silly. I should um, have a background too to match you. I know. I decided last minute and had Thomas help me. So I'm sorry. But now we look a little bit like we're in different locations. So people won't get nervous. That That's true. Um, so anyways, what are we doing here today? We ha- we're doing something a little bit different. We have no format. We are loosey goose in it today. And just gonna enjoy the holiday. We have a friend here with us. If you want to call in about relationships, by all means. Or if you just want to call in and say, hey, wish us a happy new year. That would be great. Everyone's kind of lonely during COVID. So, Okay, confession, Hannah. I totally forgot to open the lines. Open the lines. I'm doing that right now, dude. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, after Ethan opens the lines, if you want to call us and wish us a happy new year or vent about how you're all by yourself and have no one to kiss or you want to brag about all the all the people you're kissing, which you shouldn't be because mono and also COVID. I hope that you're all. I'm more worried about COVID than mono. I know, but I'm saying mono is like notoriously the kissing thing, right? Yes. You get it from from the smooches, not necessarily always, but I, I got it in high school and it sucked. From All right, smooching? hold on one second. I have to mute my phone so I can connect the line. All right, I'll vamp. That's from Match Game. Well, hello to everyone in the chat. Are we finished? Yeah, we're finished. The line's open. Okay, it's open. If you want to call and say Happy New Year or, you know, actually keep us like, kind of on format and talk about relationships you're more than welcome but today well, we're just we're just enjoying it it's a holiday and we got to talk about this crazy year like i have so much i could talk about sorry i am overly excited and confession i did have a little bit of wine and i may or may not have consumed just a teensy bit of of marijuana prior to this you say it's that like before though. every show. Confession. I may have consumed a little bit of wine. I'm just going to assume that you're having some. I'm having a, a little bit of whiskey right now. A little bit of bourbon to be a more. You're a whiskey girl? Yeah, like a little bit of Elijah Craig. I like to say it like it's scotch, but it's not. It's bourbon. And it's delicious. It's my favorite right now. Well, Well, my white wine is... Not very delicious. I'm making that face not because I can't handle whiskey because you said white wine. I'm definitely a Cabernet girl. I mean, I don't really like wine as is, but I can't really find anything I like anymore. Um, I mean, I do enjoy Patron, but I don't really like doing hard hard liquor so anymore. You got to find what you like, but I'm I'm not one of those people that's like, you need to drink until you enjoy it. But like, you know, mix it up once in a while. If you don't want to, don't do it. Whatever. Should we bring we in got, our friend? We, we should, but real quick, we should talk about, like, even though I will, you know, smoke and drink occasionally, 
One thing I don't like is the peer pressure around either of them. If you offer someone and they don't want to smoke or drink, don't force it on them. Don't insist they do it. Don't pressure them to do it. Just leave them alone. As someone who typically can't partake in cannabis because it makes me anxious, not so much as it used to, not, like now it's it's not a big deal, but before, like I felt like I was not part of this really cool club. I mean, I'm from California, so everyone smoked and it just made me feel I would just freak out. And um, I don't know. I'm in a better place in my life or it looks like kind of my my anxiety is kind of leveled out. So so it's a lot easier now. But still, once in a while, I'll be like, you know, I might freak out and I don't really feel like doing that. And now that I'm older, people kind of just like they don't I have very, very good friends as well. So like no one, no one bats an eye. But I have been places they're like, oh, you won't freak out. You won't freak out. It's fine. It's fine. Just 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 look one like trying to like talk me into it. I'm like, why do you care so much whether I smoke or not? Like why? why? Like I just Sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> Never mind. I was going to tell a funny story, but I, I, but I'm not. That's that's my uh, lovely ex. Oh. Do you know what <laughs> she goes? I made a post, and I was like, "What is your best, uh, like, uh, um, best to What was it? Uh, favorite goal you accomplished on New Year's uh, this year?" And she put, "Getting you out of the house." <laughs> I was like, dude, she sounds fantastic. Dude, she's so good at burns and she included a middle finger. But for those who don't know us, that's our our sense of humor. Good. Good. I love having like a healthy relationship with your ex. We've talked about this before, but it's I don't know. I don't like holding on to anger, man. Me neither, dude. I just like I just want to be chill and happy with everybody. Yeah. Why why can't we be friends? Right. Why you have to be mad? Dude, by the way, did you know who my guest was last night? Yeah. Yeah. I said I was going to be there, but I ended up getting really drunk. I'm sorry. It's the holidays. And so I have to go watch it. But I'm really, I told everyone I knew about it. Oh, well, that that counts. It, it ended up going for three hours. No freaking way. Yes. I was like, I was actually starting to feel bad. I'm like. I, I don't want to take your time. And he's like, no, 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 we'll keep going. He keeps, I'm like, okay, we'll keep going. Yeah. It sounds like it was a really awesome conversation based on like some of the feedback I've been hearing as well. So I'm really, really excited. Where can they find that, Ethan? Well, they can find it on this channel right here. It's the last video. It is extremely long. Um, so you may need to watch it in a few sittings. But dude, it was a very engaging audience during the broadcast. Like, I think this was one of the first times where I've had a stream and nobody bickered in the comments. Awesome. Like there was no fighting. There was no debating. There was no nothing. There was just like back and forth compliments. And it was really awesome. I'm like, that's what I want every time. I don't want people yelling at each other in the comments section. Well, I hear he has an awesome fan base. And that's just, that's the best. They they refer to themselves as the the core. And he, he probably recognized them and they, they, I guess they follow him, uh, you know, regularly and, you know, they, they know him very well and it's, they are dude. They were the, like some of the most loving people I've ever had in my comments. Like they Aww. were so, so fucking nice. Well, that's perfect for the friendly community. We love that. Yes. That's exactly what we want in this friendly 
atheist community. Positive yeah. skepticism, friendly dialogue, and just trying to be nice to each other. Yeah, just chill the fuck out, man. I, and I apologize. I think I might be more hippie than normal because I did, you know, smoke a little. And that <laughs> Why did more... everyone just love each other, man? Bro, come on, man. Like, Leave dude. all the negativity in 2020 that you're sucked. Um, oh, hi, Phoenix. Uh, yeah, uh, Phoenix was there last night as well. Um, one, a member of the core. And yeah, he, he yeah. will keep going. He has so much to say. It's, it was cool because when I reached out to him, I was excited to talk to him, but I didn't know just how much he knew when it came to, you know, science, religion, politics. He is so well read and it's really, uh, it was really exciting to talk to him. Yeah, I look forward to hearing that. But now that I'm done gushing, I, I do want to talk about uh, uh, this whole this whole year and everything that has happened. Um, do you want to start, Hannah? Do you have anything you want to talk about, or do you want me to start? No, rambling? no, no. Honestly, I had a like in terms of personal growth and just. Hannah's year it was it was pretty good I mean there are really awesome milestones and and changes that happened that were very necessary and very awesome but I there's a lot that I'm missing and in terms of in comparison to what other people are missing because a lot of a lot of people have had loss this year like real loss, I, I consider myself very fortunate. Um, you know, my heart aches because I'm a community theater person and I haven't been able to do that since I moved out of California in March. I literally started a French farce, um, like was starting to work on it. And then we started doing like social distance rehearsals and then we just shut it down because we're like you know oh this will probably last a couple weeks maybe months but we'll pick it back up and then I, I had to call the director and say I'm I'm moving to, to Texas so I don't know if this is gonna work so I don't know and and that kind of broke my heart but at the same time like you know of course he was super understanding you know I, I none of us saw this coming it we none of us knew how long this was gonna last and it's still going on and uh, but but me moving to Texas is one of the best things I could have done for myself. So I'm really, really happy about that. And I've um like, you know, friends I, I already knew from from Texas I are like my family now. And uh, it's really great. I, I'm so lucky I started a new job, got a new place, you know, new friendships and um, And you have awesome weather out there. Awesome weather. Yeah, isn't it really warm in Texas? Right now it's cold and raining. Um, but I, I, I haven't been through a Texas winter yet. I mean, okay. specifically where I am, the winters aren't so harsh, but apparently they only last for like a month and then it's fine. I mean, I'm from California. So like any weather other than California, I kind of whine about, <laughs> cause that's perfect. But it's in like terms 20 of degrees over here, pardon, like 20 degrees over here right now. Right. Yeah, it's like in the the, the high thirties. So, like to me, oh, that's freaking okay. cold. That is cold. It like, is cold, I'm, but it's not snowing. So, truthfully, I don't know why I still live in Illinois because this weather sucks. <laughs> like, I totally, I've wanted to get out of Illinois for a while. 
Um, well, but, come to the atheist community, dude. Uh, trust me, I've thought about it. Like the the atheist homeworld or the atheist hellmouth is uh, right headquarters of atheism. <laughs> It makes us sound like, like, honestly, people who say like, atheism's a cult. I want you to know when I first got into this community, I did, you know, I'm, I consider myself a skeptic. I'm not like the most brilliant human being, but I, I did check myself because I was getting that like warm feeling of community that cults and religion are really good at making you feel. And so I thought, wait, am I in a cult? Is this, am I fooling myself? And then I was like, no, no, no. We're good. Okay. Okay. We're fine. But I did, there was a moment where I did question it. I'm like, I'm here. There's like a hub. I don't know. I was trying to like check off the boxes and I was like, okay, it doesn't fit any of them, but it's good to like check yourself and and, and make sure you're not just blindly following something because it feels good. That's, that's very true. And th this year I definitely, I have learned how supportive this, this community has been. It's been it's just been wild. And at first I'm like, okay, these people are helping me out. What do they want? Like, and no, everyone just like cares so much. Cause we have so many of the same goals. <laughs> like speaking of each other up. caring people, let's bring one of those caring people on right now before I continue to ramble about the year. Hey, I know, I you've been so patient IQ. <laughs> Why? Hello. Hey. How so is everybody today? Happy I New Year, almost. We're good. Go ahead, Ethan. Sorry. I, I apologize. I ramble a little bit when I smoke. No, there's lots to talk about. <laughs> um, What's patience worth, worth unless you, do, you have a weight to endure? Patience is what? Say that again? What's patience worth unless you have to wait? I don't know. I'm a really impatient person, so I just Amen. hate that. <laughs> you, know, you know who has actually helped my impulsiveness very much hmm. is Buck. Yeah? Uh, yes, because I'll make – like for those that don't know, I I, I kind of like towing the line and being a little like – I guess you could say positively in your face, um, especially like on my personal <laughs> Facebook page. I – I can be a little obnoxious, not rude or disrespectful, but fun. Like I am very transparent and blunt about everything in my personal life. And I'll post goofy dance videos, things like that. I forgot where I was going with the story. What <laughs> I want to know, IQ, do you want, is there anything? Welcome to the pickup line, first of all. Um, I made it. Do you want to introduce yourself? Is there any? Yeah, there we go. Thank you, Hannah. I would totally <laughs> because we talk to IQ all the time, so it's just like, "Hey, buddy, welcome." But like, I uh, wait. You know, just the, the IQ, you've you've seen me around. Um, I'm a moderator, and I help wherever I can. Yeah, with and we, as much we... time as I have to give. So that's pretty much just it in a nutshell. And you know, I, uh, I'm a, I joke a lot. Because you know, funny. <laughs> <laughs> and they joke because humor. No, we love our mods, and none of this would be possible without you. So thank you. Yeah, him and best name were like my two first like mods, and it was like, why are these? I remember like, why are these people helping me? But it's like, wow, these are just really nice people, legitimately trying to help. Like it's so, it was such a welcoming feeling because I came from a very cutthroat industry 
the DJ industry. And while I have never been a cutthroat person, which in many ways has impacted my business in other ways, because I always wanted to do everything I can to help a business out or, you know, work my price down a little bit to if someone was in need. So at times I would do that a little too much, but anytime you went to another DJ with a question, it was always, well, what's in it for me? It was like, yeah, you were either paying them or, uh, you know, they had beef with you or whatever. And so Mm -hmm. I, I, while I, if I needed something, I would play that game in the sense where I'd be like, okay, Hey, I need this from you. Here's what I'll give you. But I didn't like, like that. Like I made sure anytime those DJs offered me help, I nope, want nothing to do with it because I know it would be coming later. Like they would be like, well, Hey, I did this for you. Like they were really bad at that. And I, I got myself into trouble on so many occasions because I would start to screw with these other DJs. Like, I'm like, all right, if I found a guy that was just an asshole, I couldn't like, let it be. I wanted to mess with them. So, um, this one time this, I was newer to the industry and there was this karaoke guy across the street that was incredibly disrespectful, um, especially to women. Uh, he was just not a good, good person. And, I wanted to steal his audience. So, wow, yes. Yes. So, I first started taunting him. Like, I sent him roses. I sent him a signed autograph picture. I had delivered at the bar when he was on stage. But then, my my final thing was (laughs) I bought like 500 feet of speaker cable. So, I was from my bar and I put the speakers across the street to his bar and started blasting my music and talking to try and encourage people to come over to my bar. Needless to say, I ended up being the one guy standing. He got let go. uh, And I had that gig for a long time. Now, looking back, I feel kind of jerkish about it because I had, he did suck, but I don't like that vindictive mentality. And that's what I was doing. I had, I was dispensing my own justice. It was, hey, I have determined that based on the evidence, this guy's a jerk. And therefore, because he's a jerk, that makes what I'm going to do to him completely acceptable. Yeah, no, that's a good way to think about it. You always want to, it's not always easy, but taking the high road is is what you should do, I guess. (laughs) You don't want to let the war mentality consume you, but it was a battle of wits and you outwitted him. Did he have the dedication? to buy all that speaker cable and try to gain your audience. No, he was, he just wanted to be a dick and that was it. And, uh, you took the initiative to be a jerk to only one person. And that was for them being a jerk. So I would say you are, um, you're in the clear for that. Okay. Well, that's, wasn't just one person, but thank you. Whenever I (laughs) ZJ. So for instance, this bar in downtown Naperville, uh, I had decided that, well, this DJ actually like regularly talked smack. I was young. I was stupid. And he's like blasting me. And I'm like, this guy does not know who he's screwing with right now. So I got an army, mini army of my followers, uh, like 15 uh, to 20 of us. Uh, we dressed up in like camouflage. I brought a megaphone and we invaded the bar. Um, I- 
This is like straight yeah. up turf war. Yeah, dude. The DJs I, but, and the KJs. That's amazing. Yes. Now, to be clear, I didn't do it in any type of like physically intimidating way. Like I wasn't trying to start any type of physical altercation. It was just, hey, I'm going to screw with you. And this is how I know how to do it. I had a very WWE mentality. Like, you put show on a show, up, baby. Make it fun. But that's, dude, that's also in so many ways what I won several like karaoke and DJ awards. So, it's wow, wait, like, I mean, for instance, I would go on stage and dance to single ladies in pink booty shorts. I would learn the NSYNC dances. Like I wasn't just a get behind the booth, play the music and shut up. I was an entertainer. So I miss that. I don't miss DJing, but man, what I wouldn't give to be on stage right now. I agree. I think if I was still living in California and there wasn't the pandemic, there's this place called the Folsom Hotel and my favorite KJ in the world named Matt uh, works worked there. I don't know what's going on with the whole pandemic and I moved, but so I'm assuming it's not happening as of late, but that is where I'd be right now. I love that place with all my heart. I, so. I would also like to give a special shout out to Dave Warnock, who has started, uh, you know, co-hosting the Perspective. Uh, he's going to be on a rotating schedule with us. So nice. uh, yes, super cool, man. That's yeah. awesome. He, he's, he's a phenomenal guy. He is. He's inspirational, he, man. He is very inspirational and he aligns with my goals in so many ways. He's just polite, respectful, compassionate, and, and listens to people. And it's just like, that's, that's the atheist community I want to build. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Indeed. I love you all so much, guys. If there's anything I'm super grateful for in 2020, I feel like a lot of us have gotten, we've banded together over a lot of things. And uh, yeah, another, what you drinking, Hannah? I'm drinking Elijah Craig Kentucky bourbon, and it's my favorite right now. Um, yeah. No, I, yeah. And, and then I, and then I, I, you know, Ethan, you had me start this, you know, being your co-host and. That's really exciting. So I don't know. I'm just trying to be positive right now because it's a little weird. What's weird? The pandemic and oh, everything. Yeah. The world. I'm sorry. I wasn't being very eloquent. I, I got thrown off. Sorry, Dave. I started thinking about whiskey and I was like, I love whiskey so much. And then I was like, <laughs> on track. You know, it, there has been, and I want, you know, obviously I want to acknowledge it. 2020 has been horrible for the majority of the population and it sucks what people are going through that our government is not helping them like that they're sitting there fighting back and forth between 600 and 2000 um for a that that's that's nothing that's not going to cover somebody's rent and nope, not even a portion <laughs> well i mean a portion but our, a very small portion yeah closer to half but and you know <laughs> it sucks but and I recognize that, but at the same time, I, I want to do my best to try and focus as much as I can on, on the positive things that have happened this year, because this in so many ways, I've been fulfilling dreams I've had for years. And it's like, I don't, I almost like, dude, this has been the best year of my entire life, despite, uh, everything that has happened. And it, I feel terrible saying that because 
it's been horrible for so many people. I am no, fortunate. I am privileged. I am lucky. And I recognize that. But I am still really happy and proud with everything I've accomplished this year. Yeah. And no, I mean, there's nothing wrong with acknowledging like that things are going well for you and, and, and you could still be very aware and have your heart in the right place and, and, and recognize that a lot of people are really freaking going through it right now. So. Yeah. I mean, um, you can be grateful for everything good that has happened be optimistic, but without, you know, throwing shit at people who are going through hell, you know, you can still be compassionate and stay on the bright side of everything. And that's actually right where you want to be. Yeah. The best, thing you can do. <laughs> yeah. the best thing you can do as, you know, people who are having a better time is, is, I don't know, extending a hand to those who aren't. So. Yeah. Uh, here, here's, here's, here's a good one. Suffering becomes beautiful. When anyone bears great calamities with cheerfulness. Not through insensitivity, but through greatness of mind. All Aristotle. Right. There we go, Aristotle. You know, and one of the things I, I, I want to point out is there, like, re recently uh, uh, someone had made the insinuation that I was naive because I am, you know, I try and be, I try to be nice. I try to be compassionate. And I'm just like, I want to look at that perspective, like, dude you don't know what I've been through. Like the, mm -hmm. I've endured some shit and I had a, there was a point in my life where I was bitter. I was angry. I was vindictive. I only focused on the negative. And I'm like, dude, this is killing my mind and killing my life. And I did my best to fight. And I still do every day to focus as much on the positive as I can, because to me, w that negative shit, it just, it drains you and it keeps pulling you down and it's hard and you have to fight against it as hard as you can. And yeah. whether some people might need medication, some people might need therapy. We all, we all need help and it's okay. That's another thing I learned in 2020. It's okay to say, I need help. I had to do that at one point this year. It was a horrible two weeks for me at one point and I trigger warning had some severe suicidal ideation. It was cripple mentally crippling in a way that I, I could never fathom before. And I, I just, I remember being in that and thinking of myself years ago when I would used to say anxiety, don't be a baby. You're depressed. Get over it. I remember saying these things. Go to for a walk. Right. So just exercise. Go to the gym. It's that easy. Just get off your ass. Like I would say that crap. And I'm thinking about that while I was going through this. And I'm like, wow, like this, I can't shake this off. I can't just stand up and snap out of it. This sucks. So I, I had to turn myself in for help because I'm like, there is something broken going on in my head. I don't know how to explain it, but all I can focus on is how badly I don't want to be here. And I you get I, sick to the point where you like can't function and it's not getting better. You go to the doctor, and I don't see it as it's it's no different. And there's I don't know it's it's if people would stop pretending that it's 
something you can control and like, why would I want to feel this way is what I tell people. Like what, if, if I could just snap out of it, you think I would. Right. <laughs> you can't like, trust me. Yeah. When I'm you, feeling like if that. If you cut I'm yourself at home, you try to stop the bleeding. You get a band aid, whatever you got to do. If you can't stop the bleeding, you go to the emergency room. Your mental okay. health should be no different. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. Um, we kind of touched on for a second, you know, it's, it's okay to acknowledge that you're having a, <laughs> that you're having a good time, um, while still being sympathetic. And if you can, if you're in a good place, try to help those who aren't doing as well as you, um, something I want to touch on. I even know, I don't even know how to get into this because it's, it's mind boggling to me that this happens, um, because I am very lucky that I live in a country where I have the right to say what I want. Um, you know, I can be criticized by peers and whatnot, but I won't go to jail for it. Um, right now, a friend of ours in the community is going through, I guess, a legal battle. I, I don't know how much I can go into detail because one, I don't have that much information, but at the same time, it's a very sensitive thing. Basically, it's a, a politically uh, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Politically motivated arrest. What's happened to our friend Zara Kay, um, who is the founder of um, uh, was it Faithless Hijabi? Um, and a, so everyone's Pardon? aware he is a former Muslim and now atheist activist. Yes, thank you. You put that way better than I did. I, I kind of didn't really plan on. I kind of a couple seconds ago was like, "Hey, Ethan, can I talk about this?" <laughs> so I'm just kind of diving in. Um, but it's a really crazy thing that's happening um, that shouldn't happen, especially going into 2020, 2021. You know, we we've come so far, and we still have so much work to do. Um, as far as free speech and freedom of expression and freedom of religion and freedom to not have religion. But the link is in the chat right now. If you're on YouTube, I don't know if it posts anywhere else, else Ethan, but um, yeah, we want to get those charges dropped because they're absolute bullshit. Um, Wait. Okay. Update. Sarah can return with her lawyer on the fifth. So, amazing. okay. A return, like leave the country. She's in Tanzania. This is not happening in the U.S., but regardless, it shouldn't be happening at all. No, um, we should be able to uh, express. And that's also why at times I'll, I'll find myself at odds with certain people because I, to me, like, I want as much free speech as possible. And I, I don't want to restrict others based on my, my own uh, beliefs. It, and it's such a crazy, it's, it's such a dangerous line to toe when you want to be an advocate for free speech, but then you also do not want to platform or participate in hate speech either. And I'm right. very much, I'm still learning the line. No, that's okay then. It's good that you can admit that. I think you're going to have your own is... line. Sorry, Hannah, go ahead. No, no, no. Go no. Ahead. What did you, you say? You were talking first. I'm going to shut up. You go ahead. You finish. <laughs> <laughs> but Ethan and I talk so much. <laughs> um, no, I mean, the thing about when you, and I think I might be paraphrasing something I got from Alex O'Connor, Cosmic Skeptic. Um, when you censor, the, the trouble with censorship is when you censor even things like hate speech. Um, there's no room to, 
to criticize those bad ideas. And so you're kind of saying, Shh, you can't talk about it. So you kind of force it underground for like, like my like minded individuals to just kind of cultivate all these bad ideas without them being challenged. Right. As much as I want to protect people who can be harmed by hate crimes and hate speech and things like that. I think that there's still, I don't know. I don't have a fix all for this because you Me know, I'm a freaking it's an incredibly nuanced conversation. Yeah. Well, you're going to have your own attitude, right? You're going to have your own worldview and everybody's going to have their own beliefs and you know, you're not entitled to, you know, you don't have to respect a belief, no. um, but you do have to respect people. Um, maybe you don't even have to, but I'm going to recommend it. <laughs> I think, um, yeah. You you're going to have your own ideas. line. And I'm not going to silence somebody for different beliefs. I mm -hmm. drew my line at behavior. Yes. How does how you act affect other people? Does it make people angry? Is it out of frustration? Or are you being callous? Or are you being bossy? Or are you being a bully? Are you just trying to get a rise out of people? Um, I mean, these are important concepts that, I mean, if you're a moderator pretty much everywhere that, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't silence people just because they have a different belief um, that there's, I run into a lot of people and I, you know, I don't have all the answers, you know, it's not like I'm Mr. Right, you know, it's a, I'm Mr. Skeptic, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm Mr. I don't believe you. So it's not like I have all the answers to the cosmos and I can just say, oh, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. I'm saying no you don't behave like that. Mm -hmm. And that's where I draw my line and everybody gets to draw their own line. And, you know, if it's right or wrong, uh, it's, you know, I'm not really sure who that's up to except for yourself. And you'll get feedback on how that fares out with everybody else. Yeah. Boundaries I, are still important. Yeah. I, I personally have very different lines for myself than I do other people. And what I mean is, there have been times where like, say someone came on one of my like posts or in the YouTube comments insulting me and my friends quickly jumped to my defense. I'm like, Hey, don't, don't like if someone's coming at me, let them don't block them. I don't care about the insults they use. They can say whatever they want to me, but not everyone's like that. So I, I when it comes to how they treat other people, that's where I am stricter. Like, dude, if you're going to be in my comment section, you got to be respectful. Um, can't be throwing around insults again. If they're at me, don't care. My, my, my people in the comments, my co-host guest, anyone like just, I don't know. That's I hard. I'm really one of those people that if you insult someone I care about, I like, <sighs> like I don't know. People can insult me and I'll, I'll feel like secretly bad about it. And I try to put on a brave face, but when someone I care about gets like bullied or something, I, <sighs> I, I, my, my, my buddy Fitz told, tells me that, uh, like when I, I, with my close friends, I turned into Joe from you. He was like, because anytime he goes on a date, he apparently I'll be like, okay, what's her name? What's her Facebook profile? What's her number? What area is she from? Like, I'm going down this list. But then when I have to go meet someone on a date, I don't ask any questions. I'm just like, Hey, you're nice. You like pizza. Cool. Like you I'm there. Yeah, like I don't really care, but with my friends, yeah, close friends, I, I get more paranoid and protective. Oh my gosh, you're a mom. That's adorable. <laughs> you should see how protective I am over my cat. Like, 
<laughs> and my nephew, dude. Like, I, I don't even, I, I won't invite people over to my house unless my nephew's not here. Because I, I don't want to bring him around other people. And it's like, this guy's my little, he's my little guy. He's my little baby. I don't want to expose him to anything else. You have to protect the baby. Right. But also, I keep him and protect him away from my stuff. Like, I don't walk around and talk to him about atheism. Now, granted, both my brother and I are atheists, but I, I don't uh, expose him to anything outside of encouraging him to ask questions. Oh, that's fantastic. And he he posed a great question the other day, and I was like, dude, this kid's only five, and he's going to do this? We were watching uh, uh, Last Action Hero. And he nice. goes, Uncle, if if they're watching people in a movie, could people be watching us and we're in the movie? And I was like, Yes, yes, we could be. Like, there's dude. no way to really know unless you know, and this could all be a simulation. Right. And Elon Musk is in charge. I but it's the fact that the gears were turning in there and it was he was thinking oh, completely geez. abstractly and it was unprovoked. That's beautiful. Right. It was, holy crap, dude. You're going to be like a super Saiyan skeptic. <laughs> no. He's like, but what if everything began last Thursday? Well, I just hear him. I do hear him occasionally annoying other family members the same, same way I used to with, but why? But why? But why? Just, I used to do that nonstop. Encourage I, that. Encourage it. Right. It's, it's, a, but. I still annoy people with that because I do have endless number of questions. Um, and it's been problematic for most of my life. It gets me in it got me in trouble in school. It got me in trouble with almost every boss I've ever had. Um, I, I can't help where it. you are now. Cause you kept what? asking why. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. It's like I was destined to become an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it wasn't even, your will was it just was it is we're just the way we are i don't yes. know i don't believe that entirely the right question is a powerful thing it is there there is one thing i do want to actually summarize if i can in about five minutes all right go for it and then i'll i'll try to bring my rambling down and if anyone does want to talk to us numbers on the screen you're welcome to call in tell us you know anything good that's happened to you this year we always enjoy a good dating or relationship story as well. Yeah, but, but today we're just, we're all over the place today. And yeah, we're just, as Ethan puts it, we're just rainbow barfing today. It's a holiday. <laughs> I got that from Puck. So for those that don't know, I ramble and Puck refers to it as rainbow no, barf. It's like, it, it, it works. I don't understand why it's because it doesn't really make sense. It's just positive stuff. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Um, oh, anyways, okay, so okay, story time. <laughs> I, for those that don't know, I started my channel on February 4th of this year, uh, as a result of a Christian. It was Larry the Christian that finally I had been looking for people to debate for a while, and I had finally found someone to debate with publicly. Um, and we started recording, and uh, that was the launch of Your Friendly Neighborhood Atheist. Um, and from there, I finally got other people talking to me. Um, and I ended up on February 16th 
I called in to talk heathen uh, because I needed some advice on uh, how to deal with a, a specific uh, trans situation that I was being pulled into. Um, I got some great feedback from them, but because of that show, uh, the uh, Tina Marie and Cynthia McDonald ended up finding my content and they were like my first two supporters. And Cynthia became one of my first contributors. And she is now, Cynthia McDonald is a YouTuber. She's appeared on the nonprofits regularly. So I was very happy, like brought her in and now like she's a YouTuber and we work together. Um, after three, three days after that, call, sorry, the day I called in to talk heathen was also the day I had moved out of my home uh, and, and essentially the partner I had been with for 12 years. So we had split last year, granted, but that was when, you know, we moved out and just kind of took, took our break from each other for until we could find our friendship again. Um, mm -hmm. Three days after that, I had surgery on my arm. So I'm in my new house. I'm in this cast working on my atheist channel. Um, and as things progress, um, I got my first presuppositionalist Christian to debate and I got stumped on one of the first questions. How do you know what you know? No one had ever asked me that before. So when he's like, when I'm like, well, you know, I believe this cause this he's like, how do you know? And I'm like, I, well, I just know. And he's like, how? I'm like, shit, I've never had to explain how I know what I know before. What does that even mean? It's a great you know, question. Epistemology. And so I, I got to I got to spend some time learning that. Uh learned a lot from V and Puck. Um, oh, speaking of which, how I met Puck and Kenneth Leonard was a result of my debate with the presuppositionalist Christian. Both of them, unbeknownst to each other, had reached out to me and was like, Hey, you know, I saw your thing. Uh, you know, uh, do you need some help? That was their nice way of saying, Hey man. You didn't do good. <laughs> hey man, you threw the pooch. Let's leave, <laughs> let's work on that. <laughs> yeah, and they have in many ways been like uh, both, you know, uh, mentors to me, educating me constantly. Like I can't tell you how many times I'm like, "Hey, I don't understand this," and they will just spend as much time with me as they would need until I understand it. And it's like they are great examples of humanists within the atheist community that put their time forth into educating others and helping others and lending a Jenna Belk says it the best, a, uh, not a compassionate ear, a, uh, I, I, oh! I, I hang out with Jenna all the time. So I know what you are referring to, but someone uh, help me. What does Jenna always say? It's not a compassionate ear. It's a, did she say charitable? Charitable, charitable listening. There we go. Charitable okay. listening. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that's also Puck helped, helped get Jenna Belk on, onto my channel. Uh, and when I was interviewing Jenna, I was just, oh, my God, I was a glob of sweat. I was just like, don't screw this up. You're talking to Jenna from, from AXP. Don't do it. <laughs> it's like, so scared and then oh when she God. said she had a good time i was like really you don't think i'm an idiot it's <laughs> the freaking best the freaking best and oh. now we have a show together and yeah. also now kenneth leonard has a youtube channel as well and now rick lockhart is a youtuber as well he's a a, a christian that i worked with too 
Um, and it was just a domino effect. I got to meet V and then Eric Murphy, uh, Godless Engineer. Like I met so many people and I was like, dude, these people are awesome. They don't know me. I don't like, but they're still willing to come on my channel. Maybe I'm doing something right. No, there's so much growth and collaboration and support in this community. It's blows my mind. When you get into this, it's baffling how fast you meet so many people that you uh, almost idolized. And, you know, you realize that, you know, of course you knew this before that there's nothing really superhuman about them but i mean you it's just that, super that lame like all of us famous barrier you know when that yeah. gets broke down and you get to see the real person behind that you're just like wow they're just just another person and you know like and then they can be really nice now if it, it really sucks when you meet somebody that is an asshole that you idolized because <laughs> it just it, it totally ruins everything like you know you probably won't even like their work anymore after something like that because just uh you kind of hope that they're nice and who really wants to idolize an asshole type person you know like that's just know, you know i can't get behind that if they're not going to be a real person what do i like about this you know so but it's, it's, it's so baffling how fast you meet everybody and it's just boom 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 and you're like kind of starstruck and you're like oh my god like and then you get to actually speak with everybody and it, it, it's amazing how fast and it all happens in, and you're all kind of working side by side like you know you're modding all the, like you and best name are like all seeing eyeballs like that's where i was <laughs> i see you guys everywhere and yeah we're all i don't know for those that's that don't know best name ever and IQ have Excel spreadsheets with everybody's YouTube, Twitter, uh, all their information. And they will immediately like promote it in the comment section over and over. Or if one of us needs a link, you know, within seconds, it's like there. It's like, how do they do this? And they're doing it from their mobile phone. And they're like just pulling stuff and throwing into chat, pulling up fallacies, throwing it in, correcting navigating the conversations, modding to make sure nobody gets uh, out of hand, sharing the videos. Like they do so much. And what people don't understand is to me, time is the most valuable resource. It is more valuable than money. These people, the people who have joined me, Hannah, uh, IQ, best name, Kenneth Leonard, Puck, uh, Cindy Plaza, I forgot to mention her, or her, she had reached out to me to help educate me on trans issues as a result of talk heathen and spent a lot of time with me. Um, you know, these people have given me their time and that means more than any dollar amount. Because for me, I value my time very much. That is actually the one area where I am not as forgiving. Um, for instance, Say somebody, uh, let's say we make plans and they get, can- if someone cancels on me two times in a row, uh, last minute, I-, I-, I know it's a barrier. I go up, I'm done. I'm like, you know what? My time, this person is not respecting my time and my time is important to me. I lost five years of time because of seizures and medication, uh, medication. I don't want to lose another second. So mm. that is unfortunately one of my downfalls. I'm not very forgiving. If, if I think somebody is wasting my time. But it's a good thing you're aging backwards, Ethan. 
You're getting that back. <laughs> I, I am, dude. I should show you the picture, a picture from a few years ago. I look like 10 years older than I do now. I'm like, I, I think I'm reverse aging just a little bit. Yeah, boy, you moisture. What moisturizer do you use? Coconut oil. <laughs> I actually really do use coconut oil. There you go. And also the baby. Uh, there's, I don't know if you get this, but uh, there's like always this ongoing gag that atheists eat babies. So maybe that has something to do with it. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, baby blood. It's such a shame. They're so delicious. <laughs> For those watching, no atheists do not actually eat babies. It is a joke that, uh, unfortunately, several members of the religious community actually think we do. Some of them believe so we, we are. Just go with it. It's evil. Fine. Have you ever had veal? Hmm? Have you ever had veal? Veal. Oh, I don't eat beef, but I have back when I was. Well, it's pretty I have eaten a baby. <laughs> it's a baby, yeah. I think as soon as I figured out what it was, I was like, I can't do this. Not, but I mean, hey, if you eat meat, that's on you. I just, I just can't do it. Everybody's got their thing. Everyone's got their thing. I just get like weird and emotional, so that's just me. But are you okay tonight, Hannah? Hmm. Are you okay tonight? I've are been. Okay? I've had a really long week, so I'm just a little sleepy, and it's, and I'm just. I don't know. I feel like this is such a chill kind of uh, show, so I'm just it kind of enjoying fun. it, and I'm I'm reflecting a lot, thinking about what I want to accomplish in 2021, thinking about what we should all do. I'm really hoping the pandemic ends. I hope Faithless Forum can happen. Dude, if 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 Faithless Forum happens and like we're good with COVID, all of you people are going to be getting so many frigging hugs from me. As long as I have consent, just so you know. <laughs> I miss hugs. I really do. Hugs are great. But yeah, thanks for asking, Ethan. I've been up at since 4 a.m. So it's it's not you guys, I promise. Oh, uh, real quick. If you could vamp for a minute, there is a special guest that I, I need to bring on camera. Okay. Is it Band-Aid? I'll be... Why'd you ruin it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. He's the surprise guest. Now, hang on. I'm sorry. Let me get the surprise guest. Okay. I'm going to bring one, too. IQ, do you want to reflect or touch on anything that's that's happened in the new year or happened in the past year or anything you you want to accomplish in the new year? Um, the last... No. <laughs> well, no. It, it's... I think twice and speak once. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. very careful with my words, but, uh, the, the past year has just been, it's like a, a snapshot of time. Um, I, I don't make new year's resolutions. Um, yeah. actually the last new year's resolution that I'd made was to not wait for an excuse to better myself. Ah. If I see a problem and there's something I can do about it. I'm not going to wait for it. I'm not going to put a date on it. I'm just going to do whatever I can, whenever I can do it. And if there's nothing I can do, there's nothing I can do. And I'm not going to worry about it. So the past year 
has just been a big calamity of just, oh my God, this is just, uh, and granted how much death and suffering has happened this past year. A lot. Uh, there's just so much that's happened in a tight knit little spot and that you can't, you can't really shake that off that, that there's, there's only so much suck that somebody can handle you know, in a short period of time. Um, yeah. But I look at this and I, I can't for a second, you know, deny or downplay all the heartache and misery that so many people have gone through. I, what I see are the benefits that this year has given us. It is yeah. exposed a lot of problems in our society, in our infrastructure, in our preparedness to handle large problems on large scales. We got caught with our pants down and it has a lot to do with complacency. This is something that, that bothered me for years before this pandemic is that, especially with the American people, uh, not that that's the only people I'm worried about, but you know, disclaimer served, um, is that modern society is not prepared for a lot of stuff. Do you, I mean, yeah, we, most of us can't even grow our own food. We can't slaughter our own animals. We've never had to do any of that. And it's not like, you know, I'm speaking of doomsday scenarios here, but there is so much that we cannot self suffice on. And mm. even if society does never break down, like in that crazy dystopian, you know, walking dead type <laughs> scenario, uh, there's still so much that we got complacent on and that this happy, we didn't, you know, we had like the Gulf war in the nineties, you know, and, uh, th there wasn't much of uh, we had to deal with, you know, Bin Laden, 9-11, you know, but there's no major like World War Three happening. You know, there, there, we didn't have to deal with World War Two. You know, there's we didn't have the Vietnam War. So there was so much. It was pretty peaceful. And the world hadn't really gone to shit. Absolute shit in a long time. <laughs> yeah. And we got caught being complacent about this and everything's fine and we just live out our days we go to work we go to school you know we go to the library you know it's just th there wasn't anything to slap us on the ass and say wake the fuck up right life wants you dead just think of life kind of like a casino uh the house always wins. It doesn't want you to win. Because, like, the it's not like there's some intent behind life that just wants to kill you, you know, stab, stab. You know, there's, there's nothing like that. But there are more ways to not be alive and than there is to keep everything running the way it is. And well, nature there's more things that can go around. wrong than there's the way things that you want them to be. So uh, kind of like the casino with the house always wins. There are a million ways, everybody, for them to lose their money. 
but only a few select little ways that people can get the money back. And that's it's just, it. Just has to. It, it's just odds, and life's the same way. There's there's just so much that can go wrong, and we didn't see as much of that as previous generations, and we got a little wake up call about how wrong things can go, and we need to be prepared for that, and. That's that's the beauty that I saw in 2020. As miserable as it has been, I'm an optimist, and I try to look at everything on the bright side, if possible. And we got shown that we need to get our shit together. And that's something powerful, and that's something you cannot just ask somebody to do. You have to be shown that, and why that's so important. Um, yeah. Sorry I laughed, but when theoretically said, I'm not sure if that's motivational or demotivational IQ. I couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> I, I, I just, I'm just saying it like it is, you know, it's, I'm no, just it's, saying. It's, real. <laughs> it's very real. It's, it's not, nor optimistic, nor pessimistic. It is very like, this is what's fucking happening. So please yeah. accept it. Please get on board. Wash your damn hands. <laughs> yes. That, that's just good practice. Like we shouldn't have to tell you to wash your hands. Just wash that's, your hands. That's a bare minimum. <laughs> um, if I could, though, yeah, you're nasty. Um, I do want to interrupt everyone for a minute long, minute and 20 second long commercial. Uh, that commercial is a fundraiser, which is so February 4th is the year anniversary of my channel. And what we're doing is using that as an opportunity to raise as much money as possible for recovering from religion. So I am bringing on a whole list of guests, uh, including many people who have appeared on my channel before and others uh, who have not yet appeared on it. Um, unfortunately, this isn't the most updated video because I just got two, two, two more names confirmed for this event. I'll tell you those two more names after this brief commercial break. Hey Now that is a long list of screamers for content creators. I'm so excited. Two more I would like to add to the docket. I'll have the video updated soon. Um, Eric Murphy and Drew, the genetically modified skeptic. Yes. So the list is growing. I am so excited. Like, And I'm hoping uh, we can raise as much money as possible. We're currently working on shirt designs. 
We're trying to think of oh everything. Oh my God. Sorry. One second. Okay, Google. Don't leave turn me. on the studio lights. Uh-oh. Is it back on? Up, nope. I can't see you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. There you go. I'm so sorry. The lights just decided to turn off, so I turned it back on. Anyway, continue, you lost Ethan. Your blanket. So sorry. Hey, my blanket's right here. I never lose my blanket. <laughs> I'm like Linus. I'm so sorry. Carry that was then. incredibly distracting. Go for it. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm <just> like, bye. <laughs> yeah. There goes the New Year's show. Oh, you know what we should do? All right. Everyone is not obviously going to make it up till midnight. Some people, it's already midnight for them. Sometimes people, it's already tomorrow. We should do a pretend New Year's countdown. Okay, let me go get my dog. One second. Messi, come here. Messi, come on. She'll be my New Year's kiss. She'll oh. be my New Year's kiss. And this is the love of my life. Uh, Band-Aid, my cat, has his own little kitty stuffed animal with a science universe streaming shirt like you know like mine that's so sweet i know it's sad <laughs> it's pathetic how is that sad or pathetic that's adorable no, it's, and amazing. It, it's adorable i just i can hear the inner my old self like from the conservative republican days like oh, just damn liberal i did all lovey-dovey with animals well he's yeah, I, I can feelings. hear that inside me like what are these feelings what are you doing you can't I gotta get my party hat on. Hold on. <laughs> Put on. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's the best party hat ever. Oh. <laughs> All right. So should we do everyone in the comments? You ready? We'll do a, a New Year's Eve countdown. If you watch this in a couple hours, you'll be ringing in the New Year's with us. Yes. If you watch it at the one minute and here we'll start in seven seconds so if you're watching this at one hour six minutes and ten seconds that's when the new year's eve start count the block nine, nine, nine eight, eight, seven, <laughs> we did a math five, four, <laughs> four three, three two, two one, one. Happy, happy new year, happy new year. Yay! <laughs> We're all screaming. We're popping champagne. I'm screaming. I'm screaming. I'm screaming. <laughs> well, let's just hope for a better year. I mean, as a collective whole, because, you know, there was a lot of good, but I think as a world, it was pretty odd. And I just, I don't know what else to say. It's been a freaking dumpster fire. <laughs> It has. It's but, it's it's been a roller coaster of a year, that's for sure. But indeed, I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it. We don't have Donald Trump as a president pretty soon. So happy New Year! <laughs> happy Happy freaking New Year! I'm gonna drink my water to that because I know. Like we now. are going into the New Year without that man in charge, and with although we'll probably still have to see him on Twitter. Um, that is no. pretty exciting. <laughs> You don't have to keep updated anymore. You can just give them a good old swift mute. Yeah, it, it's nice to see that less and less people are talking about him. I feel, I can already feel his importance going down and that driving him nuts. Mm -hmm. I want to just point out, we're still going to, we're still going to criticize Biden, but we're not going to be fucking 
embarrassed. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because I actually wanted to let my Republican friends and watchers know that, that, hey, I will be just as hard on Biden. The only difference is Biden won't be going on Twitter every day bashing people and uh, posting fake news. Fake news. Fake I news. It's I won't just be not going to be freaking embarrassing like it was. I won't be wearing a freaking Biden hat or a Biden t-shirt or decking out my lawn or car like a freaking weirdo. Like, <laughs> it's not a sports team. It's a president. Yeah, yeah. I just want everyone to do well, okay? That's all I want. Oh, nobody's and- off the hook for criticism. Of course, ever. But, no. I, I, you know, I, I feel really good that we're going to enter a period of four years where it's not going to be invited and like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I think just that's pulled out of you. Like it's he Trump made it so easy for, for like criticism. Like you didn't even have to try, you know, you don't have to dig for anything. He just like, kind of just, he just shits on the table every day and you're just like, Hey, look, Hey, there's he shit, on the again. <laughs> shit on the table. <laughs> yeah yeah uh well we won't get too much into i don't, I don't want to start a fight in the comments and i want everyone to just have go have a good and safe new year's eve um drink pedialyte if you would like to not be hung over tomorrow um and lots of water be complex vitamins yeah that too and uh Before i guess you start drinking here. and Top it off before you go to bed with a fat glass of water. Big old B-complex glass. Complex vitamins will help prevent the alcohol from building up. It's 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 a long list of chemical reactions that happen. And and do not take Tylenol for a hangover. Do not drink and drive. Um, and ideally, uh, if I'm not, I'm never going to tell people that they can't go out. Uh, of course, I would prefer you stay at home social distance, be responsible, but I'm also not going to be in your face and demand it. I do ask though, that if you do decide to go out, try and be as responsible as possible. Do not drink and drive under any circumstances. Call somebody, um, call Uber, do anything, uh, you know, you can. If you're in the Austin area, I'll get you. <laughs> yeah. If you're in the Chicago area, my friends, oh yeah, my, my friends all know that they can, uh, I always tell them, call me. Um, yeah. Exactly. But don't get any ideas. Thomas is going to be in a back seat with a nice pick. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I might not. I might be sleeping in like a couple hours, so <laughs> your window of opportunity starts now. Um. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we'll be here next Thursday. Thank yeah, you for joining us. Yeah. Real quick, IQ. We're gonna take you off screen so Hannah and I can close out the show. IQ. Uh, with right your on. Thanks for having me on, man. Is there anything else you wanted to say to the audience? Nope. I'd say uh, that that should be about do it. Hugs to everybody and uh, be safe. Thanks, IQ. You too. Thank you. See you. know, Hannah, the best thing about this show with you is it's just fun. I'm like, so happy you feel break. that way. I mean, I do too. It's it's just such a break from like the stress of some of the other shows where you just you have to be on point. You have to be prepared to talk to the callers, you know, make the the right objections. This is just like, dude, let's just talk and have a good time. No one calls us anyway. It's fine. <laughs> but hey, at least they're watching us. 
<laughs> I know. Thank you all for being here. Um, thank you to the mods and, um, you know, everyone who, who tunes in every week. We really appreciate you. You know, we're, we're brain spanking new, but I think there's going to be lots of growth in 2021. Oh, there is. I have got so many evil, dark atheist plans. <laughs> I can't wait. Like, I consider this uh, February 4th will be with bringing everyone together will be like the the end of phase one of my YouTube, uh, you know, career. Kind of like the end of Marvel phase one. I'm uniting all the Avengers. So just wait. I have got so many plans for phase two. And I, I'm just excited. Like, I want to talk about them. But I don't. So... <laughs> because... you'll just have to wait and see and if you haven't right. subscribed already please do give this a like it really helps us out mm -hmm. and um and also thank you to my top tier uh patrons uh jonathan friedel mercy face cindy plaza kenneth leonard kathy leto jump and shoot ian oz uh and philip feach uh philip leach sorry not feach leach um, <laughs> what I don't know how I mix those two up. And to everyone that continues to watch and engage in the comments and be friendly, I I appreciate that. I am trying very hard to do something very different here. I want to be a positive, friendly face. I I don't uh, I don't want to be just the another atheist YouTuber. There is so many great content creators. I want to separate myself in every way possible. And that's where this show comes in. To me, like this dating show with you and I, it gives atheists an outlet where they don't actually have to sit here and just do atheist content or think about atheist stuff. You know, the, I think it helps normalize us. Yes, it does. And it attracts, in, in my opinion, you know, other people who don't want to hear about atheist content. Well, now there are those other people. Are on an atheist channel listening to atheist stuff. There you go. From two evil baby-eaten atheists. <laughs> um, uh, Hannah, what else you got going on, or what else did you want to cover before we get out of here? Um, you know, I, you know, I'm excited for the anniversary show. You'll see me there co-hosting. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to touching base with a lot of wonderful people. Um. Other than that, um, I'm pretty sure we'll see y'all next Thursday at uh, the usual time, 9 p.m. We started a little early this this week so we could let everyone have a festivity time. Oh, and, and shout out to one of my favorite smartasses and for, like one of my first atheist Facebook friends, uh, Kim, you rock. Hell yeah, Kim. Okay. Okay, that's all I got. Uh, everyone, uh, we'll be back. Oh, sorry. Uh, Sunday, I'll be back with Jenna Belk on our other show, The Ethan and Jenna Show. Each week, we cover mental health. This Sunday, we'll be covering mental health and goals to kick off the new year. Uh, every Tuesday is The Perspective. It's a call-in show where we tackle supernatural claims, belief in aliens, and conspiracy theories. And the co-hosts that night will be Brainbug and Jenna Belk. Woo -woo. And then, again... The fundraiser, February 4th. I hope to see you all there. Hannah, um, everyone, oh, everyone in the audience, have a happy new year and have a safe new year. Happy new year. Good night, everyone. Bye.